Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. And this is the weekend you've all waited for, Super Bowl weekend. I'm Dollar Bill. And I'm downtown. And this, this yeah, this Super is Bowl it. weekend. This is this is kind of like the end of the football betting season. Mm-hmm. And what better place than Las Vegas? I know, right? For, where it's for rain, Super Bowl, where it's rained most of the <laughs> right. week, right? Um, they but it's a dome. Las Vegas, yeah, they it's do. a dome. It, it's a desert. It's yeah. like a rain. <laughs> um. I don't know if you heard the story about uh, the Chiefs not being allowed to use a Raiders locker room. I thought that was pretty good. No, or the Forty Niners. The Forty the Forty Niners weren't able to use it. Oh. They, they have to use they have to use like some some other team that plays in that stadium. They're letting them what? use that that, okay. that room instead because they don't want the Forty Nine players walking on their logo or something. I don't know. I don't know. There's a whole thing about it. Pro- probably stems back from when they were in Oakland. So you know. Yeah, probably. I'm, yeah, so yeah, I guess that's more of like a local rivalry because they don't play yeah. in the same conference or anything like that. Yeah. Did you hear about real quick? Um, the guy that climbed to the top of the uh, that new globe, <laughs> the sphere. Yes, the I did sphere. hear about that. And and why he did it was very I, was not what I expected. What? Why did he do it? He did it to raise awareness. For this woman and her unborn baby to give money to her. Okay. I I thought it was going to be one of those like global protests of the environment or animals <laughs> or sure. something like that. But no, it was to help raise money to help this woman and her unborn baby. Okay. I, I don't know how much they've raised since he did this. I think it was Tuesday he did this stunt. So, right. Okay. I, I, may look, I may look it up <laughs> during the show and uh, yeah. you know, yeah, see what we can find out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's something, I guess. You know. So, what we're going to do today, besides our normal recap, is obviously we're going to do the game. But downtown has picked certain prop bets that yes, sir. we will both be picking. And we're going to see if we're right or if we're wrong on these. I'm, I'm going to be interested. I know he's told me one of them off air the other day. And yeah. I, I, have a, I have a prediction that I think is going to happen. That's not with the game. I will save okay. that for later. All right. So. I'm looking forward to your prediction. So yeah, basically what it's going to be like, we're going to, we're going to make these prop picks. Mm-hmm. And normally we would bet units on each thing, each bet we're doing. We're not going to do that this week for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cause, cause the winner of the game is one of the props. So it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, I'm taking Kansas city, Plus two and yeah. over for forty-seven. I'm not, that's not going to be part of the show. Like I am going to let you guys know um, what the odds are and and what I will be wagering on and what how what I think. 
mm-hmm. but that's not going to be part of the the hypothetical units bet this week. Right. It's going to be all the props, and and uh, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll go through it. Yeah. So before we get to that, why don't we do uh, a recap of how we did in the previous episode, which was both conference title games, and we had some hockey games, too, from a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, I'll be honest with you. I did not watch much of these hockey games. So it's going to be hard for me to kind of remember what happened. I saw I did see some highlights, and I do have the scores here. So it's not going to be like where we analyze every part of the game and tell you what we thought, because I'll be honest, I I saw a little bit of of some of these games. So I I will try to say kind of like what I remember, but it is like a couple weeks, two weekends ago, I believe these Um, hockey games were played. So I will do my best in that case. Like it's not like football where where I sat there and watched three and a half hours straight and remembered every play. Exactly. (laughs) So, Okay, so we'll we'll start it off with uh, at the beginning of the last week, before the wagers were in. I started with eighty-seven. I had a pr- some pretty good weeks there. You started with th- thirty-five. Okay, so let's start it off here with um, with the hockey games. First game was the Boston Bruins and I believe the Philadelphia Flyers. Yes. Um, I had seven units on the Bruins. I was liking how they were playing. They get the win here, six to two at home. It was, actually, this was in Philly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in Philly. It was, I, like, it was I'm like, looking at this properly. It was a morning game for you, right? Yes, and, and and we did talk about that. How how these two teams are kind of used to playing at that time slot. I do remember talking about that. So I had the Bruins for uh, seven units. You had the Flyers for three. Boston gets the win here, six to two. So. I'm off to a good start here. Seven unit victory. Uh, the next game, Dallas was facing Washington Capitals. This is another one where we went head to head, and I actually came on top of this one as well. Dallas wins five to four in overtime. I remember I, that I, they were they I were up surprised. they were up high. I, I believe they were up by a fair bit, and then I think it was like three. Washington, at one point. Washington came back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Five four overtime. I had ten units on Dallas. I was just like really liking how Dallas was playing. Then Washington was kind of losing a bunch in a row there. Yeah. So that's a seventeen units I've already won here. Two two games in. I like I like this hockey stuff so far. <laughs> you you win with the hometown, your favorite team, the Washington Capitals. I, Unfortunately, I they, had do, to. they do. They <laughs> do. Forced into a you corner. Never, you never bet with your heart. I learned that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, four four unit loss there, um, unfortunately for you. Um, but overtime, like could have gone either way there. Three on three, you never know what's gonna happen. Exactly. Um, in this next game, um the Edmonton Oilers, um, I believe they're facing Nashville in this game. Yeah. Unfortunately, I just have um the teams that we picked to win on my sheet here. And if if we pick the same team, I don't know what game. This is. <laughs> okay. I believe it was Nashville, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Edmonton was in. Uh, this was near the end of that uh, crazy uh, winning, winning streak. streak yeah, that Vegas ended up 
beating them before they were able to tie the all-time record. Yeah, this was this was their last game before that long break. Right, before the All-Star break. And, and we were talking in our group chat about how that was like the worst timing possible for some of these teams that were on, on good, good streaks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Edmonton uh, does get this victory four to two. Um, we both had Edmonton. You had four units on this. So you get your first win of the week. And I continue my win streak. I was pulling my own Edmonton Oilers here with three unit victory. So that's so, so far I've won 20 units in three games. Mm. This, this is going good. And then as soon as it goes good, it goes bad. <laughs> the, fourth, the fourth game. And I, I was kind of like criticizing your pick here. And I'm going to give you some props here. This next game was uh, Toronto versus Winnipeg. You took the Leafs for three units. They weren't playing very well. Winnipeg was on a kind of a heater. Toronto gets the win here four to two. So you, uh, you, you're coming back here. Three, three units you had on this, this one. And I also had three units, but I had Winnipeg. Now, the last, last hockey game. And this was, this was tight. I did watch this game. It was, we only threw this game in because of our friend JC. Yes. I had the Vancouver Canucks to beat the Columbus Blue Jackets for 17 units. Columbus was up big in this game. Vancouver comes all the way back and they win in overtime. 17 units. You also had the Canucks for 10 units. Yeah. I remember you saying on the show that you're too scared to do a bet like I did, but. Yeah. They were you were still going to do double digits, <laughs> man. Vancouver, Vancouver gave me a scare there, but um, I I used I used this hockey um, these five hockey games to kind of like get get some bankroll here. Like, like I did pretty well. Yeah, you did. What What did you think of um, of the hockey games? That were you able to catch any of these? No, I, I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, you know what it was. There was, it was, uh, I believe they were all on the Saturday, kind of before the before the football games. Right. But it was also the day of the Royal Rumble, so I was getting right. prepared like with a the lot roulette of and things. everything that you were doing. Yeah, so yeah, I, right, right. So I didn't get a chance to watch. I probably if I did, I probably would have watched the caps. And the fact yeah. that you know they did come back, force that game to go to overtime. I I take that as a moral victory because I really think oh, at this point the season's <laughs> done. Uh, Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov is uh, on some type of leave. I I don't think he's coming back this year. So yeah, yeah, he went into the substance abuse program, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, something like that. So okay. Well, it's good that players are getting help when they realize yes, that, exactly that they need help. Like I I would rather. Have Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov get the help, then yeah. you know try to win as many games, get to the playoffs. I'd rather have his sure. well-being. Sure, you know, I get that. And it's you know what, uh, I'm glad you brought him up because like I couldn't imagine having that much money and that much pressure on me being a professional athlete. And like if you have like a, a drug or, or drinking problem and you have that kind of money. Like that thing can really get um, bad, like quick. Yeah. So, like, it's it's great that the NHL and uh, the other sports leagues have these programs 
for these players to go into. And it's like, no, no questions asked. Like, you know what? You need to do this. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're still going to pay you. You go get, get help. And then we'll be here for you when you get mm-hmm. back. Exactly. It's good, to, it's good to see. I don't know if there was anything like that, like 10, 15 years ago. Probably not. But anyways, um, yeah. So, so hopefully there's good news regarding him. Let's get into um, the uh, NFC Championship here. I believe we, uh, yeah, we 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 went different. We picked that first, I, I, yes. Now I had I, I had San Francisco to win this game. I had them to cover. Um, Detroit was Detroit came out with a bang, and oh. uh, Dan Cam, Dan Campbell lost his game for them. He really did, in my opinion. He went they, to the they, well one too many times with the fourth downs. Now, now there's there's people in our in our chat that say Dan Campbell's been been doing that all year, so you don't change the way you coach in a in a big game. I kind of agree with that, but if you're up seven and you can go up two scores, mm-hmm. I like I don't know what the diff what the big difference between Detroit getting a first down there. And then maybe even scoring a touchdown. They're still up two scores. Now, now I get like maybe they can run the clock down a little bit further, and that's what he was right. wanting to do, or right. trusting his defense. There's always that aspect. But if you can go up two scores in a championship game, I I think he got a little risky there. And I think the moment almost got too big for him. With with all of Detroit kind of counting on counting on him and the Lions here, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I had San Francisco minus seven. They do come back and win the game by three points, so I I lose that. I had ten units on that, and I also had uh, Purdy to have three touchdowns. I thought San Francisco would kind of have a really good offensive showing here. Their score indicates that they did, but. According to the stats here, Brock Purdy he only had a uh, one TD and one interception, so right. so not not great. Um, so I, I lose both my uh, football bets, but good thing uh, good thing the hockey worked out for me this week. <laughs> Let's jump into your bets here for this game. Um, you were on the Lions, I remember. You 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 said they were going to win the game outright, so obviously you took them with the point. Yeah. So you you win six units for your plus seven bet. It 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 looked like Detroit was going to go to the Super Bowl. It really for did. three quarter three quarters of that game. Like I I had a like status in my head if they had won that game. Like I had it in my head. I was like, as soon as this is over and they win, I'm going to put this up on Facebook and Twitter. You know. <laughs> yeah, you had your. Your lion status ready to go. Yeah, I, I did in my mind. And like, you know, it was it, it was great seeing the fans at Ford Field. Oh yeah, it was. Um fill in the stadium. It it reminded me of in two thousand four, this is gonna age me, when the Calgary Flames went to the Stanley Cup finals. Yeah, this is age. They, <laughs> they yeah. Uh, they sold tickets at at the Saddle Dome, which is the arena of the Flames plan, and they sold it out to have us go into the stadium to watch 
on the big screen. And like the whole thing was like the tickets for watching the game in Calgary on the TV were more expensive than the tickets that Tampa Bay was selling. Wow. In Tampa Bay for the actual hockey game. That's amazing. <laughs> and that was just the difference between uh between uh, Canadian fans and and uh United and Tampa State, Bay fans yeah, at that Tampa point. Fans, yeah. Um so so seeing the Lions fans in their own stadium when the football game wasn't even played there, selling it out with the towels and everything. It was really cool to see. It's just unfortunate. And you know what? I, I wanted to see a Travis or a, I wanted to see a Taylor Swift Eminem showdown here in the Super Bowl. That would have been kind of cool to see. See, my thing, because I, <laughs> I, I, you, you are not the only one that had been saying that. I was kind of <laughs> well, thinking they, my, they were representing their, their cities, right? Well, yeah, but I was kind of thinking like, you know, there are other artists from Detroit. You know, there's the whole Motown. Sure. Uh, Ted, well, Ted Nugent probably wouldn't have been a good example nowadays, but um, yeah. <laughs> you know, there are yeah. other artists from Detroit. <laughs> sure. But, but when, okay, if, if if you're between the ages of 21 and like oh, maybe yeah. 40, 45 now. No, I get because it. Because of yeah. Eminem's Detroit. Oh yeah, you you might you might be able to sell me on like Kid Rock or something, but still, it's an Eminem. And like Taylor Swift, she ain't from Kansas City. She's just she's dating, dating Travis Kelsey, and she's been adopted by them. So like, you, you got the hip hop, the king of hip hop, and then you got the the greatest. You know what Taylor Swift's doing right now? Time. Exactly, and then. You know, I think it would have been funny for them both to be in skyboxes and then ushers out there and nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they both like, could have afforded they both could have afforded the, the skyboxes. Oh, exactly. Christian Damn, McCaffrey can. Million dollars. Give me a yeah. McCaffrey's like, no, I don't make that much. <laughs> I'm like, that's probably a couple months pay. I'm sure you can afford it. All right. All right but, so my prop bet. Yes, your prop bet. What you did end up uh, winning. Do you remember what your prop bet was? Yes, I said that Brock Purdy at some point would have a turnover. He did. He had an interception. So good call on that. I I thought he'd have a clean game. Um, But I like the way you you wagered because you pick Detroit and then you pick a negative play for the opposing team's quarterback. Mm -hmm. So if everything goes well. You ended up uh, getting both, so congratulations! You had five units on the on the Purdy turnover and six on on the Lions to cover. So good job. <laughs> Let's uh, well, <laughs> we'll start with you here with um, the AFC Championship. Yeah, th- this is one I'm um, not happy about. Now, we both I, I can get through this pretty quick. Both we both had the Ravens. I thought there was one team that could beat the chiefs with the ball control, the way Baltimore had dominated good teams this year. I really thought that if there was a team that could beat the chiefs, um, the defense of Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson ball control would get it done. And you know what? The chiefs smothered them. Um, I ended up getting my prop. I had Lamar over 49 and a half rushing yards. He ended up with 54. So that last scramble put me over. Um, I had Baltimore minus three and a half, 10 units. Uh, Kansas City wins this game 17 to 10. 
they it, it kind of reminded me of a New England Patriots the way they used to play when mm. when Tom Brady was a bit younger yeah. when they were just rolling with the defense. Um, just ball control, don't make mistakes. Um, yeah, and um, you you had the same bet. You had Baltimore for five units, and you had a Lamar rushing touchdown. Unfortunately, he didn't he didn't have a rushing touchdown, so that was a and, ten unit loss. And I even said on the show that you had talked me out of picking the Chiefs. <laughs> I talked you out of it. You did. <laughs> yeah. So. It's true. It you is. know what? And and I'm sitting there watching the game. And the whole time when the playoffs started. And I looked at the, how the games were going to end up. And how when the Chiefs got Miami in the first round. Mm-hmm. In that cold game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's see how they play in this. They they played really well defensively. I'm like, they got Buffalo's number in the playoffs. So I'm rolling with Andy Reid. And then I just changed the way I thought because I was starting to believe the Baltimore Ravens. Right. And, and you know what? Like Lamar still has that can't really win in the playoffs. I know he, he beat um, Houston the week before, but they're like an up and coming kind of a very young team. And there were times in that game where you almost thought Houston could win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I kind of talked myself out of that. The same with the same, uh, what, what you're saying there. Yeah. So after the week, you started the week with 35 units. You, you wagered 50. So you had to borrow 15 units from your mama. <laughs> so hopefully uh, she's okay with that. I'm sure she is. So you, Okay, going into the games, minus 15. But you know what? You're not a credit risk with me. Everything is good. Very good. Minus, you're minus 15. You won 56. All right. Based on, you know, you, you made some nice picks here. So those Vancouver Canucks saved us both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tell, uh, <laughs> don't tell JC. It's not like he listens to this show, right? He's one of our loyal listeners, actually. Oh yeah, he did, it's he like, did call. He did text me the other day. He's like, "I'm at four and a half beers." We have like, <laughs> like that on over ten triangle connection of the three of us. It's it's kind yeah. of fun. <laughs> yeah, once in a while we all collaborate on each other's shows, and mm-hmm. it's just the three of us having a good time. Yeah. So after all that, you um you finish with forty one units. So okay. you are you are six you are six up from uh, where the week started. So that's, that's good. You know, it, 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 anytime you go up, it's a good thing. Yeah, I will so, definitely take that. I'm uh, yeah. I'm just gonna update this uh, stuff for you. Okay, and then we'll get to uh, downtown's totals. I'm talking about myself in the third person. That's what I do. Very good, George Costanza. <laughs> okay, so like before the week, I had 87. I ended up wagering 70. Now, I did have a couple of those big, big wagers with um, with the Canucks and a few other ones. Yeah. Um, I ended up winning 84. And like, like I said, 17 on one game, which, uh, and that puts my total after 
after the wager after the wagers and everything up to uh, 101 going into this week so mm. i i have a pretty decent lead but like i said this is not this show is not ending oh no today oh it's no no no, no, no. A, this is like a lot of people think that this is a football gambling podcast no this is a sports gambling podcast. oh no we're we're gonna we're, do hockey we're gonna do basketball. yeah we're doing hockey baseball basketball yeah um I, i'll be honest it's not gonna be every week if it's hockey and right. basketball right we're, we're probably gonna prioritize our other stuff for a little bit I'm, i mean but, we, we may even I'm, I'm just gonna say it now we may even bet on the kentucky derby of may yeah for sure it, any anything that you guys are interested in let us know we we, we may even do the academy <laughs> awards if you want no we sure won't. we won't do that no <laughs> no we won't do the academy awards but yeah. like like i I'm not a degenerate gambler. I I will only gamble on things that I kind of have a little bit of exactly. knowledge on. Yeah, same here. So I'm not just going to be like, hey, this horse's name is it's funny. I think we should bet on it. Who farted? <laughs> so. Who farted wins? <laughs> Who farted wins? <laughs> that, that's a, that is a true video. That that actually happened. There, there is a horse, because we saw this on a, on a special once. There is a horse named Hoof hearted and every time you say it fast it sounds like he's saying who farted <laughs> wow look it up folks it's real yeah i i don't think you would make that up but it kind of makes me sad a little bit <laughs> actually no you okay. know what I, I will say real quick um and this is a true story what i'm about to say so if you are a novice at horse racing Heed the words I'm about to tell you. So one time, my dad and I, we went to uh, the racetrack at Laurel Park, which which is a good racetrack. You know, it's not, you know, Churchill Downs or Pimlico. It's not, you know, one of the big ones, but it's still a good, good track. So we saw the parade one day. And I kid you not, this horse takes a crap on the track in the parade <laughs> before the race they, they usually do that well my dad and i had never seen that before oh okay this horse went on to win the race so well he was he was lighter than the exactly. other horses so my <laughs> word of advice is if you ever go to the racetrack and you watch the parade and a horse <laughs> takes a dump Bet on that horse. You will get money. <laughs> That's a good idea. You know, like if you're going to the track, go get down there early and and just watch the horses take dumps. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so before we get into this props, I, I got I got TSN on here. Okay. And they're doing a top top ten Super Bowl countdown. Okay. They, they have in which what I think is one of the worst Super Bowls as the number two Super Bowl. Okay, which one is that? Of all time, it's the twenty-eight to three. The comeback. Now, the comeback was hilarious. Being a Saints fan and watching Atlanta right. completely crumble. Hilarious. Now. 
if it had been any other team that had come back, it would be even better for me because we we didn't need as football fans, we did not need another Tom Brady moment. No, we didn't. He had enough of them. But being now, New England sucked in that first half. Oh my god, yeah. They were just getting pumped. they made they made so many mistakes. They did everything you're supposed not supposed to do. You turn the ball over, you you with all the turnovers and dropping passes and it just like Atlanta played good, but New England gave them that big lead. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle Shanahan, who's coaching in the game on Sunday, like he went through the playbook on how to let a team come back to the in the game. Yeah. And he played and he did it perfectly. So I, I don't understand. Like like this is just a voting thing on on this channel, I believe. But it's just very strange that they would vote that as number two. No, I, I'm sorry. It is very, not very strange. It is not it's not <clears throat> even I, I it may be in my top ten, but I wouldn't have it as number two. No, I'm I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. And and there was some idiot last year who was arguing with me, like, <laughs> oh, it's the greatest comeback of all time. And I'm like, did you see the Buffalo-Houston comeback from 30 years ago? Buffalo had a backup quarterback. Did yeah. Tell me uh, even, that even, that, um, even that game, I believe it was last year when it was uh, Minnesota and Indy. Yes, thank you. That, that was, you know. But what the problem with that comeback, the New England Atlanta game, mm-hmm. like every time I see a twenty-eight to three score, I'm like, oh, they can come back <laughs> <laughs> because it happened one time. Right now, what did I'm like, you... oh, I can't turn this game off. It's only twenty-eight to three. Now I'm I'm kind of curious. Now, what did they pick as the greatest Super Bowl game? Hello. Hi, sorry, somebody called me. Oh, it's okay. No, I, I was asking, which game did they pick as the best Super Bowl game ever? It was um, the Giants-New um, England uh, helmet catch. Bravo, Canada, bravo. We agree for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, like, like, I'm obviously biased, like Super Bowl- uh, Saints and Indy is my favorite because the Saints won. Oh, that was a hell of a game too. Tra- really the Tracy, the Tracy Porter interception is one of the greatest plays in NFL history for me. Because if you go back and watch that on YouTube, they um they have Phil Phil Sims makes a comment before the play, mm-hmm. and it it totally ruins his commentating career, and he's never the same after it. <laughs> he says, if I'm the New Orleans Saints, I would not blitz here. I would not blitz. Whatever you do, do not blitz. And then five seconds later, they send an all-out blitz. And and Peyton Manning throws an interception to Tracy Porter. And he runs it back for a touchdown. Then they're up by 14 and the game's over. That's why you're on the pregame show, Sims. It's 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 like if you can find that on YouTube after the show's over. All right. If you can find the clip, yeah, you, you could probably just type in "Sim says not to blitz" or something. It's right. probably the first thing that comes up because, like, the play itself is awesome. Oh yeah, but 
But if you can watch like the longer clip where Peyton Manning's like doing the the checks at the line, and and then Phil Sims has this little like twenty second monologue, like like stuff Tony Romo does now, mm-hmm. yeah, before the play, he just kind of like says like just gives his analysis like oh. They've been blitzing. It hasn't been working. They should not blitz. I would not blitz on this play. And it's, a, and it is so funny because after the touchdown scored, the crowd's going absolutely crazy because it was like a pro Saints crowd in Miami that day. Yeah, it was. Um, you you could tell Sims was trying to say something, but he just waited because the crowd was so loud. And then he's like, "Shows what I know. They said everybody." And it like. <laughs> <laughs> so it gives me chills when I watch that stuff. So um I'm sure I'm sure anybody that's listening here, um, if you've seen your team win a Super Bowl, then it's probably one of your one of your favorite favorite Super Bowls for I, sure. I remember at the time that game was the most watched not only Super Bowl of all time, but it was the most watched anything television in history and part of the reason was is we had a kick-ass snowstorm like the friday before the super bowl and it was like there was no way so many people were going you know we're gonna get to the bars to go to the games you were watching you know at home so right um why well, I think another reason why that Super Bowl was so huge was the Saints, um, the story of the Saints. Well, well the story of the Saints. Um, Peyton Manning was a Saints fan from New Orleans. He's the villain here. Both both teams were thirteen and zero, and then the Saints ended up losing three at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Colts they Had lost the two. They they lost two, but then they ended. They, they sat their starters for the last two games. So mm-hmm. so they were undefeated basically. They just decided not to go for 16 and 0. They were right. just more interested in the Super Bowl, which totally makes sense for me. I'm since we're talking Super Bowls in general before and we're going to get to our prop bets. <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're real soon here. What is in your opinion the greatest Super Bowl performance of all time? The greatest Super Bowl performance of all time? Yeah. Oh, put me on the spot here. <laughs> um, in, in recent memory, it could be it could be any time. Okay, from okay, let, let let's just go back a few years. All right. What Von Miller did in Super Bowl Fifty, take over that game as an outside linebacker, is so memorable for me. Now, I'm not going to say that's the most dominating Super Bowl performance, mm-hmm. but in recent memory, I'll say Von Miller. Let's say so for for defensive. I remember what um what Von Miller did and what what Terrell Owens did as a Philadelphia Eagle. Yeah. Um versus New England. On on the I, I don't know if he had a broken ankle or a high ankle sprain. He had some Problem it was, with I think it, it was something with the ankle. I, I don't think it was broken. Um, usually, the team that has a player that goes off like that usually is the losing team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like I'm probably forgetting something. Like I know uh, Tom Brady had over 500 yards 
when they lost when he lost to the Eagles, when Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Um, I, I know Drew Brees had a great great game when when they won. Yeah. Um, you could probably go through the last twenty Super Bowls and find a great performance by somebody. It's, it's very very hard to. I'd, I'd have to really think about that to give you a good answer. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you my answer in three parts. The oh, first, okay. the first part is going to pick, I was originally going to have one, but then I was like, Oh, he's got two. And then I, and then a third one <laughs> just popped into my head. That's just kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, I could probably okay. come up with like 20 more. So the first one is going to be the, the, it would have made the list if this hadn't happened. That answer is Odell Beckham Jr. with the the Rams against the Bengals. That man was on his way to being the MVP of that game. And he has that, what what did he, Taron Achilles, I think it was? Do you remember? Yeah, I think it was, didn't he tear his ACL? Yeah, that's what it was. And I'm, and I'm not the biggest Odell fan. I, I respect. He's a great, he's a you know great player. Yeah. But the way he dominated that game, and you could yeah. tell he wanted that one so mm-hmm. bad. He's an LSU guy, so I've always supported him, even even when he acts like a dumbass. And when he <laughs> had that injury, it's like, oh no, you know, yeah. after everything he's gone through, he finally mm-hmm. is on a team that can work with him. Yeah. He gets to the Super Bowl and he's having a hell of a game. If he doesn't have that injury, he is the MVP of that Super Bowl. Hands down. For sure. Yeah, I think so. So he's on my honorary list of if something hadn't happened, you know, he would have gotten my vote. (laughs) So so now that I got that out of the way, this answer is going to be a two-parter for me. I'm going to do recent, and then I'm going to give you my all-time. Okay. My recent, because you said the game earlier, but it's the opposite player, Nick Foles. Yeah. Nick Foles, who is the backup quarterback for the entire year until Carson Wentz gets hurt. <laughs> right. Leads them uh, to the Super Bowl. And then he has a touchdown in the Super Bowl. The he caught a Bowl. touchdown. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. And it was such a well-executed play. And he was just amazing in that game. I remember him being amazing in that game. He didn't have the 500 yards like Brady, but that's okay. He he had like a great playoff. It wasn't like that. Though, if you go back and watch watch what he did versus the Vikings in the championship game, mm-hmm. oh god, yeah. That I I think his performance in the championship game was even better than the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I, I could see that. Like he made a play. I I remember I was watching his game. Does all bitter because it's after this Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Bullshit miracle or whatever you want to say. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm over it. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm sitting there going, we can beat both these teams. Stupid. Why are we watching? 
Because <laughs> <laughs> you know how I'm, I'm such a mature individual. Oh yeah. And then I saw I saw Nick Foles like roll out. He was like on the forty yard line. He just throws up this beautiful pass sixty yards down the field. Can't remember who the receiver was on the Eagles that caught this ball, mm-hmm. but he he just went up, caught it, jumped in the end zone, and it was seven nothing. And I was like, okay, Eagles are winning. There's no way they're losing this game after that. It's like he could do no wrong. Yeah. So what's your uh, what's what's your all time? The all time, and the reason I'm picking this is we still have the videotape of the game. Mm-hmm. To this day, it's mm-hmm. one of those tapes that's like you're never getting rid of it. Doug Williams, Super Bowl 22. It's a biased sure. pick, but I'm yeah. allowed to have one. He of threw four, basically, he won the game for the Redskins in the second quarter of that game against Denver. Four touchdown passes. The game was over by the half. Yeah. Like it was so demoralizing that John Elway and the Broncos could not get back. They just could not get back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, cool. there's so much like historic, you know, obviously for so many reasons, you know, yeah. but the dude had it- the game of his life. And like every fan base that has won a Super Bowl could comment on this video or on this podcast mm-hmm. and and give us an example like like Emmett Smith versus the Bills. Which is a good choice. Or like or what John Elway did in his back to back Super Bowls before he left the game. Yeah. Yeah. The the helicopter play. I don't know if that was in a Super Bowl, but I just remember that. That was play. a Super Bowl. I believe it was a Super Bowl. Um, my, yeah, like I thought, could think of what um, the Seattle Seahawks defense did to the Denver Broncos. Yeah, that the, the whole defense, not just one person. Like Mel, Malcolm Smith won Super Bowl MVP that year. Who? Exactly. He, yeah, he's not in the league anymore. I don't even think he was in the league two years later, and he ended up going to the Raiders, and he was a special teamer. <laughs> like that, that just proves like how much. Um, how much of a team win that really was for Seattle? I mean, that the, day. The beauty of the Super Bowl in general that we that I don't think we really take into account is that any position can win the MVP. Desmond Howard won the MVP of Super Bowl Thirty One as a kick returner. Exactly. That's why when we get to that prop, that that's a spoiler. There is an MVP prop. You have to really think. Yeah. Now, it no, well, we're not doing odds, so it just makes sense to like go with the quarterback of the team that you think is going to win. Exactly. But maybe it go off the board. Exactly. So let's, let's before we it. keep ra- rambling about our <laughs> our uh, football our memories. <laughs> like, what time should I skip this video to get to the front, boys? <laughs> well, you don't have to skip. <laughs> we're we're not going to tell you in the description where it is so you have to listen to the whole thing so there you yeah. go let's let's I, i've actually seen uh, podcasts uh do that like hey you want us when we talk about the draft the draft is at this point of the show no we're not doing that 
No, 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 no. The first prop is the one that I already... I, I tried to put these in chronological order, how, how they will be okay. happening. So the first prop, and we, and we will be um, kind of doing this um, as a snake, like go back and forth. Okay. You get to start us out here, sir. All right. The national anthem, 87 and a half seconds, over or under? Ooh. And I should... And I should explain to our listeners that instead of um, betting units on this, each correct pick, 10 units will be added to your bank. Each incorrect, minus five. Yeah. And this does not come out of your total. If, if, you, end, if you end the week on a negative, then that will come out of your total. But with like it'll be added to your total or subtracted, depending on how you do. So you were up 87 and a half seconds. That's just short of a minute and a half. Okay. So this is Ariba McIntyre, Tito Seteta's sister, singing the National Anthem. <laughs> I've been you making that joke since this I, I sent him a Facebook message about that. <laughs> he did not answer me, but he saw it. And I've talked to him before because he was part of our uh, wrestling group before. Right, and he did listen to a couple of our shows, which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." I sent him a message about. I didn't tell him who said it. I didn't say that you said that. Right, because it was about the Reba McIntyre. Yeah, that, right, right. About you know, that's the joke. So, Reba McIntyre. I, I think he would have liked. It. <laughs> I think he. I think he would have liked the reference. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's not like you call him Chico or anything. No, no, I'm I'm not Jesse. Okay, so yeah. you said 87 and a half seconds? Yes, sir. I think it's going to be barely over 87 and a half seconds. Barely over. Okay, we'll see how that... Um, now, Reba McIntyre is a country singer. Yes. I think that she will probably sing that pretty slowly mm -hmm. I think so I'm going to say over as, as well okay. and I'm really thinking about this okay so this next one is just a yes or no okay are you ready yep I'm ready I, I will be answering first but will Taylor Swift be shown during the anthem Oh, I'm going to say no. They're going to have a lot of opportunities to show her throughout the game. I think they're going to hopefully just pan, pan the coaches and the players, probably look for someone crying like Nick Sirianni did the other year mm -hmm. and show that. And that, like, they're going to have a lot of opportunities to show Taylor Swift. So I'm, I'm saying no here. And I also want to mention one other thing because – this has been a, a topic for the last few weeks is how close Taylor is going to be cutting as far as getting to the game. Right. Cause she, she may run on the field. She like, she has <laughs> the, she has a concert in Tokyo. Yep. And at then the Tokyo she, Dome. yeah, at the Tokyo dome, uh, Meltzer will give that five stars. And, and then, <laughs> 
And then she's got to fly what is a 13-hour <laughs> flight over so many different time zones. But she's, she's got the she's got her own pilot, so she can say, you know, kick it up a notch here, bud. Yeah, well, you know, those in- environmentalists and other people aren't happy with her. Because remember, she, well, did yeah. the, she did the Lorax movie from some yep. It's not that bad of a movie. It really isn't. No, yeah, it's good. It, it's an ashes movie. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to say no as well. Partly okay. because I think she's going to be cutting it very close to getting to the game. So, well, so you, you are saying you don't think she'll be there by well, the anthem? Well, I don't know if she will or not. I think it's going to be very close, but as far as the camera panning to her during the national anthem, no. And and that's the question, right? Like if she's not there, then then you're good with the no. Mm-hmm. It's not like if Taylor Swift is there, will they show her? That's not exactly. the question. That, that's not the question. Okay, so we we both have over a no to start this off. Very exciting show so far. <laughs> Let's see how this the next one goes, and we're trying to do this chronologically. The next thing that would happen is the coin toss. This is a simple heads or tails okay. answer. You are up here. Um, I thought about it. I say heads. Okay. Um, I, I want to also include a secondary answer here because sometimes, like in the national championship, when they flipped the coin, they had a Michigan side mm-hmm. and a Washington side. So in case they decide to change things and just have a Chiefs or a 49ers, let's we'll, we will also on here, if as a secondary bet, in case heads and tails isn't part of it, who will win the coin toss? This will be the, the tiebreaker if, okay. if heads or tails isn't available. Um, I will say the Chiefs. Okay. Okay, we have our first disagreement here. Yay! Because I don't know if you knew how I live my life, but tails never fails. <laughs> I'm going tails, and I'm also going. I'm also going Kansas City. Now I'm not sure like who the home team is in this game. Is it is it San Francisco because they had a better record? I think does it go by the better record or is it just like do they randomize it? I think they randomize it. Okay. So I'm up next. Now this one can be really anything, and it if you want to go off the board and and try to try to get a win here, that that's fun too. Um, The first offensive play. So this will basically be turnover, a run. Or a pass. I'm going first. I think this will be a run. I'm going to say run. All right, man. You know what? To make it interesting and keep our audience, I'm going to say <laughs> it'll be a pass. Ooh. No, I do think it, it depends on who gets that ball. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if if um, Kansas City gets the ball, they they would probably run it to Pacheco in the first play. Yeah, um, I could almost see a play action uh, kind of George Kittle or uh, Christian McCaffrey screen or something mm-hmm. start the game. San Francisco said. All right, 
Um, you're up first on this one. Um, will a team score in the first five minutes of the game? Ooh. Basically, yes or no. The first that could that could be a safety, a touchdown, or a field, field goal. goal. Yeah. Well, the the trend that I've seen in the majority of the playoff games, and maybe I'm wrong, is it takes more than five minutes for the for any team to score a touchdown first. Like Green Bay had those two games where it was like over seven minutes, I think, when they scored their first points. I'm gonna say no. It will it will take longer than five minutes. It will be it will not be in the first five minutes. You're gonna say no. Okay. All right. Um now I have another prop down down the list here that will You'll, you'll kind of see where I'm going once we get there. Okay. But I am going to say yes. That a team will score in the first five minutes. All right. Sorry, I need a secretary. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm the host of the show, plus I'm putting everything in. Like, I like. Yes, uh, if, you know we're 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 big time now, so we we got to get some like admin people. If, or something. If, you, if you have a secretary and the secretary is willing to work for next to nothing, yeah, basically nothing. Not not next. <laughs> we, we can't afford next at this point. I, I I might buy you dinner. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah as long as it's uh, McDonald's, then yeah, then we're good. Any, anything under twenty bucks. <laughs> Okay, so this next next one is odd or even. Okay. okay. So the jersey number of the first touchdown scorer of the game. <laughs> odd or even. I was going to make you pick an actual number, but Thank you, you know what? That. I was like, you know what? You know what? Then I started looking. I'm like, there's not too many guys that have the same numbers where you could like go like load up on. Mm. On like number like I don't know who number ten is on San Francisco, but right. like you got I don't think anybody is because I think Garoppolo was ten, so I don't think anyone's taking that number. So they just you, you're betting on Pacheco to score then if you're doing that. Um, I'm going with uh, odd here. I, I I do think there's a few more um, uh, quality players on both teams with odd numbers mm-hmm. from from what I can remember here. No, I know Christian McCaffrey isn't. Actually, he is. He's 23. Okay, cool. Let's go. All right. I was thinking he's 22 there for a second. What is your uh, choice here, odd or even? Well, somebody had to be odd, so I'm going to go even. (laughs) All right. You know what? I love that we're going opposite on these. Okay, this is a yes. this. This is a yes or no. Um, question or um, prop and any type of score will will get you the victory on this one okay it's a defense or special team score yes or no in the game maybe so, <laughs> so, so, so I, a safety a safety would also 
be counted as a score in this situation. I, I so obviously could only get a pick six or a run, kick return or a, a two point or um, a, re, a return of a two point conversion play would also count. I, I, I had to get that maybe it just a yeah, well, um, you're right, maybe I'm going to say no. Maybe. You're going to say no. Okay. So remember when I said this, there's going to be another prop that's coming. Mm-hmm. Well, team score in first five minutes. Right. Yes, because there will be a defensive turnover score to open this game. Mm. So I'm saying, yes, there will be def- defense or special team score. Maybe a safety. Haven't had that in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay, so the next one, we're, we're off to a bang here. I, I love these props. The highest scoring quarter of the Super Bowl. Ooh. I'm going with the second quarter here. I I do think, like, because the first and third quarter, you're starting from scratch. Like, I'm hoping that a team's driving and you get to that five-yard line and then they switch to the second quarter. Then the team scores a touchdown. And then there's just a little bit more opportunity for points. So I'm going second quarter here. All right. Um, I say the fireworks will explode in the fourth quarter. And that that's an, also a good um, good way to look at it. Yeah, because the second quarter and fourth quarter kind of have the same logic. I almost it. i I almost went third, but after you know the oh you know it takes a while I was like. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll go with it. See, you're doing that again. You can't let me talk you out of it. No, I know. The third quarter is gonna have like thirty plus points. And I'll be like, you son of a bitch. Son of a bitch did it to me again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Where are we at here? Okay, so uh, you just picked, so you're up next. Um Total songs at halftime. Uh, th- th- now this is the one you told me about. <laughs> okay. Eight, the, the spread is eight and a half. And this is total songs. Um, this is not just Usher. If he has, if he has special guests, it will count. Um, I find eight and a half being a huge number. But just to help you out a little bit here, the last four Super Bowls, all the artists have had over 11 songs. Total. Well, so it makes me think eight and a half is kind of small. But, and you are up. Let's right. go. So, <laughs> what I'm going to say actually helped my pick a little bit. Okay. Because I had read earlier today on TMZ. Oh, he's doing research on props. Yeah, believe it or not. I love it. That Usher. <laughs> was trying to get Justin Bieber to perform the halftime show with him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard of a few uh, few things on that, too. And the fact that, you know, like you said, the last four halftime acts have done a total of 11 songs each really helps with where I'm going to go with this. So I say over. 
Over, okay. Over eight and a half. All right. Just let me uh, put that in here. I'm I'm kind of with you because I I could see three or four special appearances here. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. Um, and like like some people are saying, oh well, like he only has. 14 minutes or something or whatever it is. But they, they're going to like jam a bunch of stuff together here. Now, if so, it was, so I'm also going to say over now, if it was, and I was just thinking about this, if it was like a Metallica or an ACDC, I would have said under. Yeah. But it's Usher. It's got to be over. Okay, so uh, let's get to the next one. There's a lot of these. I hope you're ready. Mm-hmm. We're 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 over halfway through. Okay, I think we've maybe, done maybe. our halftime act of the over. <laughs> maybe not. I was trying to put the halftime show prop right in the middle. You know, right. Um. Okay. Um. So the next one is Patrick Mahomes passing yards. Two hundred sixty point five is the spread. So over under. I'm going to take the under here. I think uh, I think Kansas City is going to maybe do some ball control and run the ball a lot. I'm not saying that that he won't have some passing yards, yeah. But I I, I do think um, I do think it will be below the 260. That see 260 is kind of a low number to me. But the way their offense has gone in the playoffs, like if he doesn't throw for 260, I don't think it'll hurt him. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say under as well. All right. Okay, so you'll be up next. And we're doing the other quarterback now. Uh, Brock Purdy's passing yard prop is 248.5. So pretty close to what the Mahomes one is. Yeah. It's under 250 here. I'm going to say he goes over on that one. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm with you on that. Um, he, he could throw a little check down to CMC and he could run at 70. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and they do a lot of those screen screen pass wide receiver screens too, like Samuel that, that are basically run plays, but they count as passing plays. Yeah. So I, I think Purdy will, uh, will definitely um, have a good passing game in, in yards. All right. Okay. So I'm up next. Okay. This one's interesting. This is total quarterback sacks for both teams combined. Um, it's set at four point five. Ooh. Um, I think if you made it to the Super Bowl, you got a good O line. I'm going to say under on this. Um, I I don't think like get me wrong. Like we could look back and see seven or eight sacks, and I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. But but I do think um, the game plans by both coaches. Well, uh, the quarterbacks will 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 have to get rid of the ball before 
before that happens. So I'm going to say under. I think the only way we see four and a half sacks or more in this game is if both offensive lines are sick the day of the game and they can barely move. <laughs> right. So I, I am with you on this. I'm going to say under as well. Okay. Okay, so this one's kind of fun. You are up next for this too, which is mm -hmm. even better. Um, the longest touchdown... 44 and a half yards, over or under. And this also counts for kick returns, kick returns, fumble returns, any kind of touchdown will calculate the yards on the longest one of the game and over or under. What was the number again? 44.5. I'm going to say over. I think we are due for a big run in the Super Bowl. Now, now, do you think that will be like a pick six, or will that be a a run play, a pass? Do you have any in inclination on that? I think it's going to be a run. Okay. I'm going to say under on this. Okay. I I, I think um, I think both these teams are going to play kind of like smart. And uh, may, maybe not make too many mistakes, but mm -hmm. it's it's pretty tough. Like, like, if you look at 44 and a half, that's half the field. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. No, like, this could happen quick by either one of these teams, the way they uh, way they play. So I'm just going to go under there. Okay. The next one is the longest field goal, 52 and a half yards. I, um, both of these kickers are pretty good, long, long, Long ball kickers. The San Francisco kickers kind of struggled a little bit yeah, he in the playoffs. But uh fifty-two and a half, um, that's that's like the new norm now. Like like you send the guy out there for fifty-five, you expect them to make it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm gonna even go like I'm not putting this on the prop, but I'm gonna say both kickers make a kick over fifty-two and a half. That that's just my um my little prediction, but I am gonna pick the over here, obviously, on the longest vehicle. I'm gonna go under. I I don't feel, I, I with Kansas. If if it's Kansas City, like if you had said just Kansas City alone, I probably would say over. But you're putting both of them in, and Moody has not had that good of a playoff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say under. Okay. Now this one's gonna be tough. So for this one. There will be no negative points if you get it wrong. Okay. Okay. So, but you will get 10 points if you get it correct. The Gatorade color dumped on the coach wow. will be what color? And you told me we have options. Yes. Now, I could go through. Let's, uh, let's find. The sheet here. <laughs> I'm I'm making downtown earn his keep today. <laughs> I know, like Jesus. <laughs> okay, so they only have the three options on this sheet, which I'm gonna add some. Okay. 
Okay, so there's clear Gatorade, which is like that cherry white guy. Yeah. Orange, red, purple, or water. You know, I'm going to go. It'll be tough to figure out if it's clear or if it's water. Yeah. How do you? (laughs) So I'm going to say clear. Clear will be water. All right. Um, I'm going to go with an oldie but a goodie. I'm going to go with orange. Okay. Now, I'm going to use a little bit of logic here. Now, I don't know how much goes into this. Mm-hmm. Both teams are red, yeah. primarily. Now, does that mean that they're going to drink red Gatorade on the sideline? <laughs> Not necessarily. But I'm going to use a little bit of knowledge here. I'm going to say red, just because it, it gives me a little bit of advantage, San Francisco and Kansas City, both being primarily red. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so we're we're getting down to the good stuff now. We got total points is our next prop. The over under is forty seven point five. I am going to take under on this one. I'm going to take over. No, okay, not just like hey, no, you're wrong. I'm taking over. Yeah, I'm going to go over on this one. That's it. Okay. I like it. Now, since we're doing snakes, you get the privilege of telling us who is going to win the Super Bowl as the next prop. Okay. So before I do that, I wanted to mention that we put up on our Facebook group who our members thought would win the Super Bowl. It was dead easy. (laughs) Which, that's what you like to see. Yeah, you do. So, we've had pretty much two weeks to think about this. I, look, Sanford's, they're both really good teams. They both deserve to be there. It's just, there's something about Mahomes and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It is almost, like, automatic. Almost. Being the key word. I am going with the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Um, the 49ers, I think, should have been in the Super Bowl last year if it wasn't for Purdy getting hurt. Exactly. We, we don't know what would have happened if this this could have been a rematch. It it is it is a rematch, but like from last year, right? Uh, all the Eagle fans are now mad at me, but that's okay. <laughs> you boots, you threw batteries at Santa. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter what you think, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys can you know figure it out. <laughs> um, but with that being said, when I look at a big game. In football, I say, who has the best defense? Kansas City Chiefs. Who has the best quarterback? 
Kansas City Chiefs. Who has the best coach? Kansas City Chiefs. For that, in my opinion, Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I thought you were going to go for a swerve and be like, 49ers! <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like, defense wins championships. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, Kansas City had the second best defense this year, plus they have Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey didn't have the greatest season, but mm-hmm. he's having a phenomenal playoff. He is. He it, it's almost like one of those teams that just kind of like takes it easy in the regular season. You know, you're gonna be in the playoffs. Like the Chiefs weren't the number one seed this year. They had to go on the road. Yeah. They had some adversity. They lost to the Raiders on Christmas. All of this stuff, I think, helped them in the long run. I agree. Now, whose legacy is on the line in this game? I'm going to tell you who I think. Now, now this is not a prop bet. This is not a prop bet. Okay, just make it true. No. Kyle Shanahan's legacy is on the line for me here. He... He's the offensive coordinator of the 28 to 3 debacle mm-hmm. that we talked about before we started this yes. prop podcast. Then he goes to San Francisco. He's got a 10 point lead in the Super Bowl, and he's throwing long passes with Jimmy Garoppolo and missing completely when he should have been running the ball. Same thing he was supposed to do when he was the Atlanta Falcons OC. I think he kind of. Gets in his own way sometimes in big moments, similar to how what we were talking about with Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. This game means everything to Kyle Shanahan, and I think there's going to be some miss miss calls. I don't I don't mean uh, the refs are going to miss calls because we know that's going to happen. All I'm saying is, I, I think he will make some decisions that are maybe a little emotional because he wants this so bad. And I I do think the Chiefs will pull it off with their experience, with the better coaches, with the better defense, with the better quarterback. It's hard hard to overcome all that. Now, now do you agree with me or is there somebody else? Because for me, like Brock Purdy's legacy, he's not on the line. He's a young guy. It's his first Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, like like Mahomes is is trying to catch Brady already. He's only twenty eight. Um, they've won two Super Bowls out of three three times being there. I believe that's what the number is. And so I don't think there's any legacies like if San Francisco won this game that would really affect Kansas City. I just like it's all Kyle Shanahan for me. Right. Um, okay. So I'm going to say that I do agree with you on Shanahan, even even though it's not going to be my answer. I, I agree with you on Shanahan because of the three teams that Kyle Shanahan has been involved in to get to the Super Bowl, because he's led two, and he was offensive coordinator for the third. This is his best team. And I believe this is his best chance to win a Super Bowl. If he does not win this one, he's not going to have a better chance to win a Super Bowl than this one. 
However, the, the legacy thing, I could go one of two ways. I could go Mahomes for this fact that I that I've heard during the week. I don't know if you've heard this one. If Mahomes wins, he will be the first player in NFL history to have won three Super Bowls and two MVPs within his first seven seasons in his career. Nobody else has ever done that in the, in the NFL. <laughs> it's been done in basketball. It's been done in hockey. It's been done in baseball. It's never been done in football. But the answer for me is Andy Reid, and I'm going to tell you why. If he wins this game, he gets his third Super Bowl, and he joins a relatively very exclusive club of Belichick, Knox, Walsh, Gibbs. There are not many head coaches that have three Super Bowl titles. That's a very small list. Mm-hmm. And while I do believe Andy Reid will be in Canton, he wins this, he will be put up in the upper echelon of all-time coaches. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, and, and if he loses, like, he'll still be, you know, talked about as one of the best, but he won't be in that upper. He'll, he'll maybe be in, like, tier two. Instead of yeah, he, he's still 500 in the Super Bowl. Yeah. If he, well, no, actually, because he lost as an Eagles head coach. So, so he'd be two and three in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, yeah, that, that is a big legacy changer for sure. I didn't really think about that. Um, I, I did hear on like the radio today, they were talking about Kyle Shannon and, and they were like comparing to him how Andy Reid was when he was with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Like he would always get them to the NFC Championship and just couldn't get them over the top. He couldn't yeah. win that big game. And that's kind of Kyle Shanahan. So we will see what happens here. Um, I have two props left. Um, I think that I'm up next here. Yeah, you are. We were kind of chatting there. Yeah, you're next. Um, the, the second last prop is, you know, the MVP of the Super Bowl. And, you know, I'm, I'm not really going to go off the board here. I got the Kansas City Chiefs winning. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP because it just – it takes so much for another player to take it from the quarterback. Yeah. I would almost rather they had, like, a trophy that was, like, a non-quarterback and most valuable player of the game mm, or something. Yeah. But yeah. usually it is the quarterbacks that, that's the MVP, so – um all right. I'm I'm now like I have one in my mind. Now I'm kind of torn between two. But I do agree yeah. with you. I think it will be an offensive player. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm just gonna go with who I originally think it will be. Okay. It will be the person we have all talked about the most. This entire season, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Okay. Do, do you want to know who who my other one was? Sure. Out of I, I was thinking of Pacheco. 
Okay. I could see him getting it, but I think it's going to be Kelsey. Okay. I I I was going to go off the board and say Bolton. Okay. Because I, I, I do see him making some really great defensive plays. And if he, like Malcolm Smith ran back a touchdown on a deflected pass, mm-hmm. and he ended up winning Super Bowl MVP because there was so many great plays by that defense, they couldn't give it to one guy. So yeah. they just kind of went with like, this is a game-changing play in a 38-6 to game. Mm-hmm. So MVP is the tough one. It is. Um, okay, so I'm very curious on what you will say to this final prop that that I saw on this on this book, and I thought it was a good thing to talk about. And uh, you have Travis Kelsey winning the MVP. I think, I think this this could happen. Okay, are you ready? Yep. We're gonna have a lot of San Francisco and non-chief fans throw up on their monitors <laughs> right now. After whatever, I whatever they're okay. listening on. Whatever you're listening on, put put some plastic on it. Get get, okay? get your bags. Get get bags ready. Um, actually, well, no, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Before okay, you, okay, before, okay. before you ask, I'm I'm gonna do an old gorilla monsoon here. Uh, okay. This may be the part of the show right now. If you wanna, if you want to, go go make a sandwich. <laughs> go go to the grocery cool. store. Uh, go make a sandwich. Go take out the trash. Okay, go ahead. Okay, will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on the field? All right. You did, did you not know see, where I was going with this? You did not <laughs> see my reaction. Because I did not see your reaction. I was pumping my fist because <laughs> because. This leads into my prediction. Okay. So you're going like to two for the price of one. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, he will. Oh. And she turns him down right on the field, right? And oh rips off God. her shirt. And she's got oh, a 49 such a ball buster. <laughs> ball breaker. And she, and she just chinas him and rips off her jersey. And she's got a McCaffrey jersey on. Oh, goes full heel. God. Hits anyways, it it's WrestleMania season. I'm, I'm excited. Is. Okay, anyways. So okay. you're saying yes. Okay. Yes. And now for my prediction. Okay. They will I'm get writing married. down your prediction. They will get married in Vegas that night. <laughs> really? Yep. I I have this feeling. You know, you're you're in Vegas. You have all those small <laughs> little 24-hour chapels. And this would go down as the most famous proposal. Oh, you know, I, I still think I still think what John Cena did at WrestleMania was pretty huge. Oh, but, but that unfortunately oh, that never I'm turned about out. Go on a rant for that bullshit. That yeah, that that, that was all publicity, oh, in my opinion. Thank you, thank you. So you saved me my rant. Because, yeah, they. Um, um, yeah. But so. here's the other. Here's the other factor. When uh when is uh the date of the game? Is uh, February eleventh. Uh, what happens three days after that? I don't know. Some made up holiday. Yeah, Make pretty much. Guys buy flowers. Yeah. So, bing, bing, good bing. thing for my good thing for my wife. She she thinks Valentine's Day is stupid. There so. we go. 
I, I, I don't want me wasting my money. I kind of use the Marge Simpson phrase. Happy Love Day, everybody. <laughs> I, I used to call it Happily Obligated Love Day. <laughs> the calendar told me to buy you this. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, yes, he will propose on the field and they will get married that night. There you go. Okay. Um, I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to give the two as well. Um, I think he will propose to her because I think that'd be a cool moment on the field. But I'm not sure about the second one. I could almost see him announcing his retirement if they win. That is very possible. Like, like I think what she did for him this year, following him around everywhere, it, it could almost be like, you know what? You know what? I did. I've just won my third Super Bowl in four years. I'm in so many commercials. Um, I'm, I've got enough money. I've already cemented myself as one of the top tight ends of all time. Yeah. If not the top tight end of all time, depending on how this game goes. I, I think he could cement himself as the greatest of all time if he has a big game. And to kind of back up your case, his brother retired also. So if Travis retires, they could both Which go in the did, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now, now was year. that was that officially? I thought it was official. Like, because I, I think he said something on his podcast, but I don't think it was ever actually made official. I think it was just like I could almost see him seeing Travis celebrating again. And going, the Eagles got a pretty good team. One more year, like, and I thought he was one of the top centers in the league this year. Oh, okay, it, 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 it's not like he's like diminished and and not playing right. well anymore. Right. Um, so, so I don't think I've heard any official retirements, but that okay. would be pretty cool if they both went out at the same time because they will, both go into the Hall of Fame I, in five I years. Will, I will contact. My my friend at work, who's an Eagles fan, uh, he can give me the definitive answer, and I will come back to you before the game on Sunday. Okay. So my final prop is, yes, he will propose on the field. And he will announce his retirement. All right, now can I ask... Now, the retirement part isn't part of the prop. Right, That yeah, and, and the getting married that night is also not part of it. And if San Francisco wins the game, he's not going to propose to her. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that was going to be my question. So Not on the field. Oh, He'll be like, man. hey, hey, uh, Purdy, move over. I got an announcement to make. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that'd be pretty funny. Like, just totally, like, overshadows their whole moment. They're, like, getting a Super Bowl trophy, and he's like, hold on, I need that microphone. I got a question for somebody. Oh, Travis Kelsey proposed to Taylor Swift. In other news, the 49ers won a football game last night. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. All right. Um, All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask yes. you this question. This is this is not a prop question. This is a because you have you have declared yourself a Swifty. I have. Which I, at this point, I think if you declared yourself a Brony, you're more of a man. But I, I I'm not ashamed to play. By declaring myself a Swifty. <laughs> and you know what? 
I, I love that everybody in the chat kind of stuck up for me when you were bitching about seeing Swift on every commercial. Can I can I explain that real quick? <laughs> sure. To all, all right. six people in our group chat, this yeah, is for you. I, I, yeah. Yes. All right. First of all, <laughs> I have no problem with Taylor Swift being at games. I don't. And I don't have problems with her supporting her guy. I don't. I, I think everybody should, you know, have the right to do that. The problem I have is when we see her every five minutes. That's my problem. I don't need to see her every move. That's my problem. I should have. Okay. Uh, so. I sh- I okay. So let me ask. Myself let me ask you. Let Let me ask you this. Did you watch the NBA in 2019? No. Okay. As a Canadian, we were all in on the Raptors. Yeah, I remember that. And Drake. We we saw Drake every time the Raptors would get a basket in that playoff run. They would go right to Drake. He'd stand up, start clapping, acting like he's on the team. And you know what? I was good with it. So, I, I like, I was just curious if you had an issue with that or if it was Taylor Swift herself or if it's just seeing anybody. Like, like, like when the Lakers were going on their runs and you see Jack Nicholson at every game, did you have an issue with that? Okay. Or is, well, it, is it just Taylor? No, it, it's anybody in general. Okay. So, but, if, you see, if you see a celebrity and they're over shown on TV – because I how say, popular they are or whatever. I would say my minimum is three. Okay. Like, if, if you show them once, twice, even three <laughs> times, I'm okay with that. Okay. After that, it, it's a little too much. And, yeah, I, I'm glad you asked me. It, <laughs> it is any celebrity in general. Okay. It's not just Taylor Swift. All right. It is any celebrity. Although, although with Jack... Because I don't remember 2000. Although with Jack, the last few years, you don't see him. No, no, you don't see him anymore because he is a lot older now. He doesn't yeah. go to every game. And and I think the same um, with Drake. So, you know. No, no, Drake. Drake only went to the Raptor games when they were good. Bandwagon. The Fairweather fan. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. I'm, yeah like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we uh, got like, a chance to clear like the best. Co- that, that was like the best comparison that I could come up with. No, that was a good one. Because of watching... Watching the Raptors playoff run, which I'm not a huge basketball fan, but I did get into it when the Raptors were in and right. when they won the title, obviously. It was pretty cool for Canada. And uh, yeah, just because Drake was showing all the time, very similar to what Taylor Swift is yeah, for Kansas City. Pretty much. That's it. Like, I don't mind if you celebrate. <laughs> I don't mind if you hug. I I, I don't. Yep. It's just. There's. There's people that want Taylor Swift on the Madden cover. I have I have seen that. <laughs> Actually, okay, you tell me that you can buy different covers, which I think would be a genius marketing, where you had like a different cover for each team that you would buy the game for. Mm-hmm. And then there was a Taylor Swift like special edition for like double the price. The Swifties would be all over that. They might not even open the game. They probably wouldn't. They just put it on their shelf. Be like, yeah, well, I got Taylor Swift. Yeah, I got batted. 
check it out. And then you you would get like a ninety nine Taylor Swift at quarterback if you if you download it early. And <laughs> that'd be sick. And, and you know what? I wouldn't have a problem with that. I think you might. I I wouldn't actually. I think you have an issue with Taylor Swift. Well, and I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> what was I gonna say? No, I I had something in in my mind, but now it's kind of on our on our next show we will be doing a Taylor Swift watch along, <laughs> and then we will talk about it. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know what? I I will say though, there were like because she's hosted Saturday Night Live a few times. There are sure. some good skits with her in there. Oh yeah. So I'm not a full, you know, multi hater hater. Right. It's just I think she's just shown too much. That's all. Sure. But there's a little bit of overexposure. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. So um but that happens. Like you kind of know it's gonna happen. Like now, I, I was going to say, like, maybe the closest thing that I liked wasn't really a person. It was more of a song. Uh, the year the Nationals won the World Series, uh, Geraldo Pera, he changed his uh, bats, you know, coming up the plate song midseason to Baby Shark. Oh, yeah. Hell, oh, yeah. yeah. We really? loved that. We still do Did it you? to this day. Well, my... My daughter was like three years old when that was popular, so I know all and, about Baby Shark. And and when we won, and, and I could tell, I'm gonna tell a story. I've never told you this. The next okay. day at work, because I was, yeah, because I was kind of like, I was kind of the tech guy for the classroom. The first song I played after we did Morning Cali was Baby Shark in honor of the Nationals win of the World Series. So sweet. That's pretty awesome. So pretty much you guys have learned today that I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. It's only because I think she's just shown too much. Right. Could could downtown dig more deep? He could. But we'll have We to will see. get there. We will get there. Yeah. So I will you know what I'll do? I'll put it up in our chat and I'll be like, guys. I gave my thoughts on Taylor Swift. Here it is. Yep. Okay, Syrah, Syrah, whatever will be, will be. <laughs> I will I will also put up a poll. Is Dollar Bill a closet Swifty? No. Because sometimes when there's this much negative, it's to overshadow something. Like does he really like Taylor Swift? Maybe he does. You know what? I, I will say this though, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in a serious in a serious tone. I do kind of fear for her safety because I don't know if you've heard about this, but there is a guy in New York City who has been like around her complex where she lives, mm-hmm. and he has gotten arrested so many times. And yet he gets bailed out because there's something stupid with the New York City system that I'm afraid that it may get to the point I I don't want it to happen where it ends up being a John Lennon situation. Yeah. Well, 
there's crazy Obsessive up there. Stalker, yeah. And yep. I've been to New so, I've been to New York like eight times. Well, I, I'm sure she's got a lot of security around her at all times. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you saw that uh, thing when Tony Romo tried to hug her and he got smacked by the security guard. No, I didn't. Oh. You didn't see that? He's he's like, hey, Taylor. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe they had met before because he went to hug her and the security guard kind of smacked his arm. And then she's like, no, no, it's OK. And then then the security guard let him let him. Oh, poor Tony. <laughs> I was like, oh, Tony. All right. So. Anyways, that's a good way to end the show. Yeah, that's a good way to end the show. Is there uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Well, you know, um, we have the DK and Bill Wrestling Podcast. Yes, we do. We talked about the so far crazy road to WrestleMania, um, and where we think it's all gonna go. Which we got a ton of shows coming up for that. So oh, yeah. oh, if you're God. a wrestling fan and you haven't found us, just just type it in. Mm-hmm. We're the only DK and Bill wrestling podcast out there. We're on all the major platforms. And we were back um, and we were back in the charts in Canada on Apple Podcasts for wrestling. So way to go, Canada. Yeah, I I do know that we kind of like we didn't do a show for for a little bit. So I know we kind of dropped a little bit, but I think um this is going to start going up again, just based on the content that we're going to yeah. be bringing out. Um, and I also want to briefly plug that wrestling show. This weekend is our 600th episode. That's, that that's really impressive. 600. And 600. And we are going to have some fun with <laughs> that one. Um, there used to be a show many, many years ago called Friday night videos that used to air on NBC. And we are going to do kind of a what? Well, no, it's not kind of. It is a watch along with some WWF wrestlers on there the weekend of WrestleMania three. Well, that's cool. So that's gonna be fun. But I think I know the one you want me to plug, and that is Friday, March the first. We're gonna do our first ever live watch along on the DK and Bill wrestling podcast where we are going to watch sting versus Ric Flair from clash of the champions one in a, in a way to celebrate the career of sting as his career comes to an end on March the 3rd. And if you, um, if you told me when clash came out that in 2024, Sting and Ric Flair would still be in the wrestling business. It's it's pretty <laughs> impressive. It is. Now, you know, like I, I've made my comments on what I think of Ric Flair now. Right. But he, he's still one of the greatest ever. And I'm very excited to um to have people join us. I believe we're just gonna share a link and you can just join join in and mm-hmm. and um and watch watch with us well we're gonna have the link there and we're basically just gonna be a bunch of people watching this and commenting and hopefully it goes well like i'm i really like to get into more live content so this is gonna be a learning experience for sure because we're at least going to be doing two yeah the other one uh will we mentioned it but we'll save it for when it's you know like in the summer so right (laughs) excuse me and of course, 
the most important thing, we say this at the end of every episode, if you have a gambling problem, please get help. There are people that are willing to help you out, listen, talk to you, to help you get through these difficult times. You don't have to bet on everything. And if you lose money, it's okay. You don't have to go get it right away. Set limits. Don't chase your losses. And, you know, like it should be fun. Mm-hmm. If, if you're stressing out about it, um, take, take a week off. If, if you think it's more of a bigger, bigger issue, talk to your family and friends about it. Mm-hmm. There's, like Bill said, there's programs, there's meetings. There's meetings in every city in North America. Just, you can find a meeting. You will find somebody that can help you. So please, you know, we do the show for fun and to talk sports and to kind of get into the point spreads and the over-unders. But in the long run, we're, we're not wagering real money here. This is just for fun. Exactly. So, and with all that being said, enjoy the Super Bowl. Yes. This is, this is not the end of this show. Oh no. This is only the beginning. And for me, whoever wins this game, I'm not going to be upset by the end of it. I want to see a good game. I think Kansas City will will be the winner. Mm-hmm. But if San Francisco pulls it off, they haven't had a title since the 90s. So Yeah. I, I that would be, be it, it would be cool. I'm I'm not a San Francisco hater, I'm not a Chiefs hater. So, if you do hate one of those teams, cheer for the other one. If you don't, just enjoy the game and uh, hope. hopefully everyone enjoyed the show. And sorry it took so long to get to the bets, but you know what? Sometimes we need to talk about things. Yeah, we do. So have have a great weekend, and we will see you on the next show, which I don't know when that will be, but we will be talking, probably be doing some more hockey, and, and we'll mix in some uh, NBA mm-hmm. on the next episode. All right. See ya.